passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness! Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know which things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. And... Rob, you know what I was doing three minutes ago? That could be a lot of things. It sure makes could. me nervous when you ask. It only takes three minutes. Sure could. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. My parents listen to this, Rob. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. I was watching a Rui Hachimura, Bruce Willis commercial. Yeah. How did those that reaction, two, that reaction how did those two work? I don't know, man. Uh it is a Japanese produced commercial. Of course. And it has Rui, another Japanese celebrity I've never heard of or seen before, and Bruce Willis, who is speaking. Hold on. Hold what? that thought. Yeah. Okay. Rob currently is running to the door, probably because his kids heard me say Bruce Willis and Rui collaborated for a commercial. Okay. They're obviously knocking down the door. They want to see it. You all should see it. It's only about 15 to 25 seconds. And boy, oh boy, all I want to do for the rest of the day is watch Japanese commercials. It reminds me, actually, of the Entourage episode where Vince and the boys go to, I'm pretty sure it's Japan, or it might be Korea, to shoot a commercial. And they're going to make some outrageous sum of money. They're going to make like five million bucks just to shoot this like 30 second spot. And... I've always been fascinated with the uh, the economics behind uh, Asian, well, Japanese, Korean, Chinese people shooting commercials with American celebrities. Like, uh, have you seen Lost in Translation, Rob? Why does that movie sound really familiar? Lost in Translation. Bill Murray goes to Japan. He's like some celebrity to shoot like a 30-second coffee. Com- I think it's a whiskey commercial. And no, I haven't. Along the way, he falls in love with Scarlett Johansson. Anyway, it's the same. I was just talking about how um, Westerners flock to Japan to shoot these commercials and make an outrageous amount of money. 
Well, Westerners flock to Japan in general. Japan's awesome. It's an amazing country. Like I, I looking back at it, I'm like, dude, what a great experience to be able to say I lived there for three years or two and a half, whatever you want to say. But dude, like, have you you gotta go there, Jack? Dude, listen, let me tell you what, if it's anything like the commercial I just saw and Rui is just showing up via a spaceship, as is Bruce Willis with a with a giant white dog, I'm in. These people look dog. I don't know I don't know if the, <laughs> the kids walking around were on drugs or what what if it was like a like a don't do drugs PSA, but um I was all, I was in. I was all the way in. Like I was saying, I, I want to spend the rest of the day watching Japanese, Japanese oh, a bunch of Japan, Westerners in it. Japan is, I mean, oh, dude. The, I, you know, I was just thinking about that this week. I was like, man, I would love to go to some Japanese restaurants right now, some yakiniku or, or some nomi hodais where you, you can just drink all you can drink for two hours. You know what I love? This is such a Spokane thing. Their sushi spot in the middle of downtown Spokane that's called sushi.com, which you know that was founded in like the late 90s, very early 2000s. And they're like, hey, you know what's cool and trendy? Putting .com at the end of any kind of business (laughs) or restaurant. So here we are 20 years later and they're stuck with the name sushi.com. You know, I've only, I've been there once. I guarantee you they don't own that domain. They don't own sushi.com. So I don't know what they're, I wonder if they're sushi.com.com. I, well, I don't know. I think, uh, dude, I, I've, I've been there once and it was really good, but I, I, my place was the wave. Have you been, you, or what was it? Raw? Was it oh, raw I've been to you? raw. I've been to raw. Well, when I was in college, my, um, my palate wasn't as refined as it is today, Rob. So I wasn't a big sushi guy when I was 18 to 22, but when I was there recently, I had just started getting into sushi. Wait, 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 wait. You weren't, you're from the Bay Area. Yeah, I know. How do you mean you don't have a good, I feel like your palate would be like, you try everything. Yeah, no, I mean, the answer is no, I didn't. I, I also didn't surf to school every day. No, um, but but hold on. Let's talk about this, Jack. You're telling me you you weren't experimenting with a lot of different foods. I feel like you're the complete opposite. I feel like you would be like. Well, now I am. Now you are, but like, what what changed? I, I mean, ooh, I guess I, I I just take more risks the older I get, no, be it uh, be it be it food or fashion, Rob. Oh, fashion. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I was never sushi just never turned me on in uh, high school, college, but just yeah, in the like last five six years. Anywho, next time in Spokane, where do I go to get my sushi? Raw. No, I wouldn't. It's not called Raw anymore. I think it's called The Wave. But what's the one that's like right on campus? They got their own sushi spot now, don't they? Do they? I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah. Or it, like it's a pokey place. Okay, like uh, Pokey Express, I believe Something somewhere like near. That. Yeah, there's one near there. I know that. I don't know. There. I, I feel like though we're on the cusp. As soon as you get past Idaho, you do not eat sushi anymore. No, probably not until you get to Chicago. Yeah, I don't even eat. I wouldn't eat sushi in Chicago either. That's just not something I would try. Anything in the Midwest, I'm not doing sushi. I was gonna say there's a lot of people who wouldn't do sushi in Spokane, being that you're like 350 miles from the coast. I, I feel like I'm just close enough to where I can trust it. 
Okay. But that's food poisoning sucks. No, and I yeah. would not want to do the whole Midwest type deal. But New bueno. Yeah, bueno, whatever. So, yeah, we are seven minutes into this podcast and we're talking about nothing because, folks, there's not much to talk about. I was Saturday morning. I had this conversation with buddies, Rob, and we had that uh, we had that great uh, Baylor prep podcast with Slim. We were all getting juiced. I felt the vibe of Zag Nation pulsating Saturday morning. Oh, yeah. Which is which is worse? Having that game canceled like we did within an, a, just about an hour to go before tip, or losing like a three, four, five point game. Uh, I would say, uh, I would say the first one, uh, is worse, worse, right? Okay. Because you're mentally prepared. Everything is right there and you have the unknown. Mm. The unknown is completely, it's crazy because you think about it is whether, okay. When you look back and you lost by five, you can look and say, okay, well, I should have done this. You, you, you can learn from that. Right. There's, yeah. Yeah. So there's some things you can take away from, okay, well, you know, we played the second best, second ranked team and, you know, we should have done this better. We should have done that better. Or, you know, we should have boxed out. You can learn from those losses. Whereas when you don't even have a game, the unknowns are crazy. And it's unfortunate because now we have what, four games that now what? five that we're not playing four or five yep tarleton state southern northern arizona and idaho all canceled so this was going to be we talked about it earlier we had like an nba schedule uh setting up today i think today was supposed to be tarleton state then they were getting on the plane yesterday yesterday they were supposed to get on the plane and travel over here tarleton was yeah, and then they were just like, and that's why everything had to be immediately stopped so that no one was going to get financially hit over sure, the head. Sure, know? sure. It's it's crazy, man. I, I I feel for these guys, and like you said, it's the unknown of not having to play, and how do you prep for this? Like, what I'm hearing is guys are just getting back from Florida yesterday. Uh, Yeah, so – that's in six months, we're going to find out exactly what happened between Florida and Indianapolis and these guys getting home from Spokane. I think now, obviously for, for good reason, people are kind of tight lipped as to, as to who tested positive. Um, Any like there's rumblings, but it's unofficial. You can't exactly speculate as to who had it because that's one thing you don't want to get wrong obviously is uh, who had the COVID and who didn't, how they got home, who they were exposed to, et cetera, et cetera. But six months from now, it's going to be real interesting when we get, uh, when we get guys like, like Barrett Henderson on and Jim Meehan on to talk about what the hell uh, that was the last couple of weeks. And hopefully Rob, it would be super cool if this is the, the, the worst brush with COVID we have all year. And that's what I was thinking. Like, I hope, No, I don't know. I should say hope, but I hope this is the, the, we get it out of our system. Let's, you know, almost like the chicken pox in a way. Like, (laughs) yeah, I I hate to sound insensitive, but if we can just get it out of our way, then, you know, we can look forward to the future of playing more games. But my fear, 
the fear of this being down the road and happening again, like, thank God this wasn't in a tournament or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing that is in full swing right now, Rob, is the NFL season. You may not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on oh. the at bed online. All this, this, that is a bright spot with COVID in the NFL. We've got NFL on like a Tuesday afternoon today. Every time I see the NFL on, I want to crack a beer, but I don't right. because well, you've got to watch the NFL responsibly, gamble responsibly, do all that at betonline.ag. What do you got? You taste I was going to say, and this is, I was listening to a song called The Streak yesterday. And how much would you bet me to go streaking down division? Wait, how much would I have to pay you to go streaking down division? Yes. What section of division? Ooh, it has to be, a, I would say Francis to Wellesley. Oh, okay. So a good stretch. Well, it has to be, and I, I <laughs> it has to be a good stretch. If you're going to do it, you're going to go. Um, Wait, how much I would pay you? Or a bet. What would be the bet? Oh, 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 oh. Because I was thinking, if I was going to go streaking, what would be the bet? Well, you got to factor in the fact that you'd probably be arrested. No, you got, exactly. That's where it all comes <laughs> down to. But I'm wearing a mask. I get to, I'll wear a oh, mask. Oh, okay. So the cops will just be looking for the 7-1 <laughs> dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there, man. Keeping it upbeat. Okay, appreciate that. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online, and there is always the online casino as well. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. A little bit of bright news for you. Rob Sacre. Yes, sir. Your boy, Andrew Nemhard was named uh, WCC player of the week. As he should be. He played phenomenal and he carried, he literally kept the team on his shoulders throughout that whole game. Um, I, I wouldn't see anyone else. Yeah. So we now own two players of the week because the week before it was, it was Timmy who got the nod. And oh, by the way, Timmy's mom now follows us on Twitter. Well, Tim, and I don't know where this trying to get me to go after Timmy one-on-one deal is. Uh, that was that was not a me thing. That was a yeah, I, your friend Slim. Sean Slim Widmer thing. Yeah, I I love Drew. I think Drew is the best. That doesn't and mean you can't. That doesn't mean you can't play him one-on-one. I'm sure you have lots of good basketball friends that you absolutely well, and and, <laughs> and I have to put them in their place as well. But um, but. No, I'm glad she's supporting us, and uh, we love your son. He's a, probably my favorite player on the team, hands down. But if push came to shove, I would have the basketball. To, if you need me to whoop his ass for him, Mama, Mama there Timmy, I will whoop his ass for you. There it is. So we were talking about uh, drinking the wine, watching the game via Zoom with Matt. Um, for the Idaho game. Obviously, that's now out the window. So if (laughs) you were looking forward to uh, listening to uh, Matt and Rob get drunk and run their mouths about current players, we're just going to have to press pause because it's coming. It's just not going to happen against Idaho. Matt wanted to do it against Baylor. No, I I can't. Yeah, Matt, we have kids. I have kids, Matt. 
housed at noon <laughs> and it's like it's gonzaga baylor like people don't want to listen to us revisit that game if right it's, it's a knock on wood if, especially if it was a loss yeah so, just slurring and just angry and no i i need to i need to have some no that can't work and being around the kids being drunk not cool <laughs> so it looks like the next time the zags will play is um iowa same kind of deal we're not going to do it for some big marquee game but I mean, what do you do if you're on the team right now? See, and the I believe hell? there's still guys in Indy as well. Yeah. Yeah, because you, know? you can't just hop on a flight with these guys. Then you obviously you don't want to jump on a commercial flight if you right positive. Right. So I believe there's still guys in Indy. And, um, and so you can, I'm guessing, just practice with what you got. But they just came off of a crazy 14-day uh, road trip. So I'm sure they, they got a little bit of a break just off of mentally. They can kind of decompress a little bit. But it's – what do you do, man? Like, you're all sharing the same basketball when you're on the court. So you can't, like – you can't I, I take that risk in the sense – I don't know, man. I don't. It's just a weird, weird time, my friend. We are in like twilight zone. Maybe they go Hoosiers and they just don't practice. They're there, they practice without the ball. When was the last time yeah. you saw Hoosiers? Has it been a second? Dude, it's been years. <laughs> Dude, What's your favorite movie? basketball movie? I okay. would say he got game. Hands you know what down. I was going to guess? What? Senseless. Senseless. The, with the Waynes brothers? Washington. No, that's six man. Oh, six man, six man. Senseless is another Wayne's Wayne's brother vehicle, right? I believe so, but uh, yeah, six man, six man. Sorry, six, six man. Six man. When they're at UW, UW, yeah, yeah, and oh, dude, that's a great one. I know <laughs> that one. The hands down. Um, I would say he got game because that's probably the most realistic in certain aspects in life in basketball and being recruited. Uh, being recruited to big state or was it no uh big u isn't it big u i think it's big state my man big state john oh, wh- oh, where where he goes or when he meets richard fox rick fox oh maybe it's a different school then because those are wh- two so he needs to go to big state to get um denzel out of jail but oh but he goes to big u on his college visit I just remember that. Who? What is the? Um, Rick Fox is his host. Which is the school where he meets the nice coeds and they they host? That's him. Big U. I That's believe. Big U. Okay. <laughs> All right. That, I when I first watched that in high school, I was like, "This is what recruiting looks like." If you go to Louisville, um, <laughs> um, wait a minute. Adam was your host, right? No, I had Pargo. I had Pargo, Pargo for my host, and uh, I came. I came like during uh, winter break, which wasn't a very lively time to come visit. Was there even a game? Yeah, I went to a game. I think I went to LMU. I watched LMU play. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I I just remember there was not much going on and guys were just hanging out, not doing like just killing time. It was not really a, my, my first unofficial visit was pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. That was a great time. Actually. Did we talk about that? I can't remember. I don't know if we did your unofficial visit, my unofficial visit. I, I went with, they, they brought Stephen gray 
out. He already had committed and he came out and we ended up like meeting and going out that night and just meeting, meeting the people of Gonzaga, I guess that's what I can say. And just have a good time, man. Uh, and you almost went to Oregon state. Oh, the beeves. Oof. That was, that was a, I had to make, that was more of a, heart decision than a mental decision i'm gonzaga was more of a mind like this is a better option for uh-huh. me good that was more of a this is was i want to experience a college town type deal did they welcome you in like like big u style down in corvallis pretty similar pretty close <laughs> <laughs> oh man corvallis well corvallis man well, yeah, man. I guess now, uh, if you're a Zag fan, you sit around, you wait, and you 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 watch Christmas movies. We hope we don't drop too far in the polls. I mean, but again, it doesn't really matter. Well, um, you know what's exciting though is we don't have to watch like forty point blowouts. Unfortunately, it's you know those are games that we all want to watch, but at the same time, yeah, we're not watching them anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, no tune up games. Um, yeah. But we get to get we get to see probably the all American Garza. Garza. Yeah. I mean hope, a, knock yeah. on wood, we get out there. Sioux Falls the week before Christmas. I know. It's crazy. This it's is just, it's just what do we do? And and I'm I'm curious. I'm curious to see. Um, I think you and I talked about this earlier. I'm curious to see what um Santa Clara does. Because did they not? They didn't. They eliminate. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Contact. So, so which obviously sues Stanford and um, Santa Clara, as you know. For example, the Niners are playing in Phoenix. Um, you know what, Rob? That's a good question. I didn't see what they're doing. The other counties in the Bay Area aren't as strict as Santa Clara. Santa Clara is by far the the most strict. So, like I said, why? why? Yeah, why it's, is Santa Clara of all places? That's, it's super like, dense. San Jose is super densely populated, and oh. and as politically, um, if Sandpoint is X degrees right of center, San Jose is X degrees left of center. If you know what I mean. Gotcha. So enough said. Enough said. So. They don't have to travel far to, and there's a million different facilities as far as their home games. So they could go up to Oakland, uh, Alameda County, Contra Costa County. They could go up to San Mateo County, up the peninsula a little bit closer to San Francisco. Um, You know, fortunately, they they're the uh, facilities they need are significantly cheaper than that of an NFL team. So you know, right. Niners got to go to Phoenix, um, Stanford and Santa Clara and probably San Jose state. They only have to jump in a car and probably drive 15, 20 minutes in any direction before they're out of Santa Clara County. Uh, my concern is that other counties are going to look to Santa Clara County, see Santa Clara's numbers drop and be like, Oh, we might as well do this for a month. And then, and then the cookie's going to crumble all the way up to Sacramento and, uh, and who knows? But I don't want to get too political. Did you see that uh, some British people took the took the vaccine yesterday? I I saw that, but I really what really caught my eye yesterday on Twitter was aliens, bro. Dude, 
dude. Did you see that? I've got a few thoughts. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. I'm glad you brought this up. So I'm watching Heaven's Gate on HBO. Okay. And you know, we were old enough to know that um, there was this big Colts and there was a mass suicide right around Hill Bop. Remember the Hill Bop comet? We were like nine or ten. It was a big deal. Big comet. Every like. Oh, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a big deal. Yeah. Bunch of people committed suicide. They were trying to jump on the um, the spaceship that was behind the rocket and and go to heaven, as you do. I gotta imagine. <laughs> Where are we I, going with this? I gotta imagine. There's some heaven's gate people that didn't commit suicide that are still around, thinking like a little bit of a little bit of vindication for our fallen brothers, knowing that aliens are are totally real now. Okay, but, but I'm not saying. I, listen, listen, okay, listen. I'm not. I'm not advocating suicide to jump on a invisible spaceship behind uh, uh, a comet. That's not what I'm. That's not what I'm. I'm not saying go do that. I am saying that those people who were uh, called crazies in like all forms of media, Saturday Night Live, CNN, Fox News, doesn't matter what. Uh, what end you were at, where you were at in the uh, the media cycle. Everyone thought they were crazy. They got to feel a little vindicated from beyond the grave with all this alien talk right now. No, I, so I need to understand what the story is exactly. So some Israeli guy in, in government just came out and was like, hey, by the way, uh, you know, we have aliens out there, and we've been talking to aliens for the last, what, 10, 20 years or whatever. Is that really what just happened? Yeah, I liked your Israeli accent there. Your uh, Israeli French Shalom. Guy. Shalom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he said that aliens are just kind of waiting in the wings, waiting for us to to shape up and, and get along before they come down and, and kind of blow our minds away, which is, you know, comforting. Like, they want us to... It's it's not we got to work on ourselves, Rob, before we can open up. Ooh, that's to, so deep. To, I like uh, that. To intergalactic so, relationships, they really trust that we're going to get it all together because uh, we are chimps. I just want to let you know that yes. we are like. I don't know if <laughs> their concept of time is like ours. So for okay. them, ten thousand years might be six months. You know, so then maybe they're just like, let's give it a little. Let's give it. Let's give it a few more millennia. And and turn this thing around. And I guess the guy came out and said this before. I guess he was worried that Trump was going to unveil all these aliens and everything like that. Well, fortunately, the Pentagon did do that uh, data dump. Oh, earlier this year, right? Yeah, when we were all freaking out about, you know, superficial stuff like a global pandemic BS. (laughs) And um, yeah, they... uh, I think they can. They had like nine examples of like real UFO sightings, and they just put their hands up. They're like, "Hey, beats us. No idea. Just you know, be aware. Look out for probes." So, oh, you know, no question about that. But <laughs> unless, unless you're, un- unless you sign up for it, you know. So I don't know where I heard this, but and I think we've talked about this already, but I heard that aliens are human beings in the future. This I know deep. It's getting we're getting deep on this show right now. I I heard that it's us and be, and you know those 
big headed, soft handed little creatures that run around and like that's what like the typical alien picture, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's us. We're like that's us in in the future because we're we're so smart mentally and with all the technology we have that we don't use muscles or anything like that and we're really feeble in certain ways but have these giant brains and we lose our anatomy and all that type of stuff yeah um i know this is getting way off topic but we got to keep it keep it good for the listeners here i've always thought i've never been fully able to get on board with uh with our depictions of what aliens look like what are you picturing them to be well okay so something something like mars attacks you know i think we can agree that that's not what aliens look like (laughs) i mean that movie by the way is hilarious that's a phenomenal movie it's a severely underrated movie criminally underrated criminally underrated jack nicholson is amazing in that movie dude jack nicholson jim brown jack black it's Jack Black dies in like the first 15 minutes. Your boy. Yeah. I forgot he's even in that movie. I yeah. Think Natalie Portman's in it. Hold on. Sarah Jessica Parker, Pierce Sarah Brosnan. Jessica I'm Park. doing this off the top of my head, by the way. Michael J. Mars Fox. Attacks. Cass. What must uh, they pay? James Bond. He's the dog. Oh, yeah. Pierce Brosnan. Um, Annette Bedding. Glenn Close. Tom Jones. I remember Tom Jones. Danny DeVito. Who's the director? I know it's a famous director. Uh, Tim Burton. I knew it was. I didn't real. I actually didn't realize it was Tim Burton. Yeah, I knew it was a famous director. Um, Christina but, Applegate. Ray J. Think, yeah, he he's like one of the boys that like he plays video games the whole time and then realizes like oh, oh his his dad or stepdad is Jim Brown, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So you don't think aliens look like that? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So what was I getting back to? So. You're, yeah, I don't Mars attack aliens. I'm more of a arrival school of thought. You you know the Amy Adams movie Arrival, where that that big like structure yeah. comes into the field and yeah, and the aliens are just kind of like floating squids. Like I think aliens, uh, I think their physical appearance is something beyond our comprehension. You know what I mean? We but we like to assign aliens having two legs, two arms, and some weird head. Because that's something we can wrap our minds around. Well, here's my question. My only thing is, I believe that is our depiction because I think that picture leaked out somewhere. I believe that alien, <laughs> like a that, like an alien Polaroid. No, uh, I <laughs> or like their Instagram was hacked or something. No, no, like like someone came from the U.S. Army and was like, "Hey, uh, oh, like a." This yeah. is what aliens look like back in the day. Or this is I came from Area 51, and this is what aliens look like. And they got like, big old heads and big like old Like a eyes. Roswell thing. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. What do, what, what do I know? They probably look at us like, what the hell are these creatures? You know. Yeah, but it, it, they are looking at us. They are looking at us. Dude, I've always, I, I've, I've, I'm of that school of thought, too. I think aliens are looking at us like, or some kind of um, like pet project, like where like, the an ants? ant farm, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're just like, I mean, we could completely wreck their world, but why? Just let them do what they're doing, you know? Let them. Sometimes see. we'll just shake it up. Oh, we'll just yeah. shake California up, right? Yeah. Give them a couple earthquakes, see how they react, you know? Bingo. 
Bingo. Uh, that's, I never really thought about that, but yeah, it makes sense. It makes, uh, I don't know. There's just so much. 2020 has brought a lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm team. I'm an alien guy. I'm, I, I'm down with the aliens. Be me. I mean, don't beam me up. I'd rather not go. I'd want someone else to go first and then tell me about it. And then I'll go. Then I'll think about going. So you're the guy or wasn't there a girl in Mars attack who she has the birds and she lets go of the birds and, and it freaks them, that, it yeah. freaks them the hell out. Is that, that's what you're going to do when you see them? Here's yes. The, here's the doves. Yes. Um, God. All right. Well, where do you stand on ghosts then? Oh, dude. I think there's one in my house. Right you're now. a ghost guy. No, dude. So every time I go into my bathroom, not every time, and I'm all about energy, you know, and like all this type of like, if you put out positive energy and all that frequency stuff today, it didn't go off, but like my, my bathroom light uh, over the mirror flickers occasionally whoa no it's weird dude like morse code flickers like you should dude i don't know what it it just starts like today it didn't flicker it was it, and it's like three lights above the mirror you know and those mm -hmm. lights that just, and there's um there's three lights and occasionally it'll just just start flickering your house is you're you're the first residents of your house your house is brand new right what? Yes, but there was somebody who lived in there maybe I think two years before we lived, like just two years. They built the house and then basically sold it. Okay. What mm -hmm. is the um Indian burial ground situation around? That's here? well, that's when I talked to my neighbor and he was telling me like how oh, I don't want no poltergeist type deal. That's what I'm saying. That's the worst kind of hunt. <laughs> if like I see Chi Chi and she just looks at me and her head spins around yeah. or something like that, you, no, you don't want you don't want you don't want ancient spirits cruising around. Oh no, I def I definitely sage my house. Okay, at Good. least every two weeks I sage the house. Every dude. two weeks, dude. I don't play around with that deal, man. I do not want to. I do not want. Any dude, I'm telling you, man, like it won't flicker. And then somebody will come in or I'll come into the, the bathroom. And then all of a sudden, like, it'll just start going off like crazy. Like, and I'll look at the light bulb and I'm like, is it the light bulb? No. And then all of a sudden it'll go away. Like today I took my shower this morning. It wasn't even, it didn't flicker once. It was the crazy, and my mother in law was in the in the bathroom one time. She like we're getting the kids ready for uh, uh, a bath, and we were talking about something, and all of a sudden it just started flickering again. We were talking about something like serious, and then all of a sudden it started flickering again. It was the craziest thing ever, and I'm like, dude, I was like, um, this is getting a little bit weird. Have you thought about uh, hiring some professional Ghostbusters? Go. Well, when I think about that, wasn't there an exorcism in uh, Gonzaga? Wait, like when we were there? Not, not, I think it might have been in the 90s or even earlier in the uh, music mansion. Exorcism, Spokane. Exorcist well, prayer team blesses house formerly occupied. Okay, here we go. Now we're cooking. 
<laughs> I'm not lying. There this is, is a, a, this is the spokesman. Oh God damn it! <laughs> I read I read too many uh, Meehan articles for free, and now it's wanting to charge me to read this. Damn it! Is a Meehan article? No, it's not a Meehan just, article. But I just read I was, too many. <laughs> I was I read, like, what? It's a slow week for Jim. I um. <laughs> I read too many Meehan articles, so now they want me to pay for my my. Uh, no, dude, I'm telling you, they did an exorcism in the music mansion on Gonzaga campus one time. Oh, the music mansion's creepy as hell. Extremely, extremely Damn. creepy, and and I believe they did it up in the attic. Oh, that's where I had my music and film and television class. Did you ever do that? Uh, what's the what's Father, father. Um, <laughs> oh man, Gary Olincott. Yep, he was my neighbor in uh, in some my sophomore year in Corkery. I felt so bad for him. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're not gonna get into that. It, I, was, I was, I was, I was hoping you knew what happens. I wouldn't have to explain it to you right here. But if you're listening to us and you're confused, go ahead and Google that. I'm not gonna say it again. Um. Apparently, Spokane has a rich history of exorcisms. What? Citing a shortage of priests who can perform the rite, the nation's Roman Catholic bishops are holding a conference on how to conduct exorcisms. So I we're stepping. You need an old priest and a young priest. You do need that. Yep. Um, holy water. Holy water is essential. Yeah. Give me a, a crucifix, maybe a couple crucifixes. Cruci- crucif- a couple, couple of those. Holy Bible. Holy Bible. Duh. Yeah. Um, I mean, tossing a Quran, it's not going to hurt. <laughs> I don't know how much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that. I don't know if that works in this certain. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I maybe, don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But I. What else do you need? garlic maybe i don't know is it a vampire that's just i don't know see i'm not a i'm not a vampire guy you all, i'll be honest with you and maybe i'm setting this is like the beginning of a horror movie because i piss off the spirits but i'm not a ghost guy you don't believe in like there's spirits and everything around you i believe in energy like you said i yep. think that's i think that's real um i think uh, what you put out is what you get in kind of thing 100% but I don't believe that I don't believe in like unfinished business of ghosts cruising around. Well, I, and I, I agree with you in the sense of like those dumbass shows that like host finders or whatever the hell it's called. Those, those drive me insane because first of all, you know, you're not going to see anything, you know, and then, oh, you know, oh, and they, they do such a good job of teasing you to keep you through the commercials. The whole, like, yeah, on. exactly. I hate those shows. Yeah. I hate those shows. And I, but I remember now that, okay, I got a story. I don't know if I told you this story. So we were at junk the, or we, what, what's guest or what, what's the step program? Tui. Tui. Yeah. So, um, me and another classmate, roommate, he was showing, he was from Spokane, Sonny, shout out to Sonny. He was showing me around Spokane because he was from here and he was just, we just needed to get out and yeah. go around. So we ended up driving around 
And he was like, oh, you see that private school up there, Mount Spokane, um, Mount, Mount St. Michael's. Okay. There's that private school. If you're driving north, it's on your east side. It's like if if you look from Francis, it's at the top of the hill. It's like this old. Oh, creepy. Yeah, yeah. Old, old, creepy thing. He says, yeah, supposedly that's haunted. So, we, you know, I was like, well, really? Like, what's crazy, you know? And so the next day we go cruising again. Steve's with me. And so uh, we talk about that creepy old school. And it's still, it's still like open, I think. It's a private Catholic school that I don't know. I, I don't see any kids go there anyways. But um, so we get to the bottom of the road and it's a zigzag road. And so, damn, I remember there were cones all at the bottom of the road. Wait, daytime or nighttime? Nighttime. This Duh, is like okay. 1130 okay. at night. Okay. And so there are all these cones laid out in the front of the road. So, of course, my dumbass decides to like, oh, let's move the cones, man. And let's go up to the school again. You That's know, what you do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we end up. We end up going up past the cones and driving up the road. And all of a sudden, a car out of nowhere just starts flying up the road. Basically, if coming at, coming at you, coming, up dude, I don't know. I just remember Steve going, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> I haven't even played my first college game and I'm going to die. I, that's the, I remember he said that like 2OT. He's like, I'm going to die. <laughs> this car is flying it, and it, and you would think that anybody who lives up here would have known there's cones at the bottom basically yeah. that's our mindset so this car is like sunny pulls over this car just flies by us so we're all like holy shit what just happened we're all nervous and whatnot so we tell everybody the next day so everybody's kind of like we're all looking for yeah. spooky stuff the thousand steps or whatever and down by that cemetery uh down river area you know we go there and then we end up going back to the school so when we go back to the school so now so now you got now you got like, the spooky got, itch the spooky yeah itch. we got the spooky itch you know and so we got a, a car full of people i think they I call mean, that they call that craps yeah <laughs> we got a like uh, is that what that is called? No, I'm kidding. No. The spooky itch. So you got a car full of people. You were you recruited everyone at Tui. Okay. Yeah, exactly. We get them all in, and Sonny goes, "Hey, get your phone out, man." So we get to the top of the hill, and there's the school on the right, and there's a cemetery on your left. Perfect spot for a school. Exactly. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, this creature walks through the middle of the street and looks like the girl from the grudge. And I tell you, Jack, I almost shit my pants. I literally was freaking out and everyone was freaking out. And I mean, all of it, and then it ran right into the trees and we're all like screaming. We all see this thing. We drive by. And then all of a sudden it hits the car. No, really? stop. I swear. I swear. It hits the car. 
everyone is freaking out. This this creature that looks like the Grudge Girl comes out and like hits the car and then runs back into the cemetery. Everyone is shitting their pants at this point in time. Like it's come to find out it was Sonny. He had set us up and it was his buddy who had been waiting in the cemetery, waiting for us to get up there. And then he was messing with us. He looked like the girl from the garage, dude. Let me tell you something. That person is <laughs> sick. That person was just waiting in a dark cemetery for you guys with no like real time frame as to when you were going to show up. Though I guess Sonny texted him to get ready or whatnot, but literally he was waiting in the cemetery, came out in the grudge looking girl outfit. I mean, wait, 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 how, how long did he let you guys like freak out before he, he didn't tell anybody. He didn't tell it was like later, later, like later, later, like maybe a, he told me maybe two days later, but at that point in time, I, I thought I was, I don't know what I, I I thought I had seven more days left. (laughs) Dude, it was the craziest vibe. I I was like, Oh my God, the the grudge girl, the grudge girl is right here standing in the middle of the road, hair down in the ring, the ring girl, the ring girl. That's it. Yeah, standing in the middle of the road, walked out of the cemetery, standing in the middle of the road. How horrifying! That was the worst. I never had been that scared. And then he came and he hit the car that you were in. They ran into the trees, and then so Sonny was like, "Oh my god!" Screaming, "Oh my god!" Oh my, driving real slow, and then this thing like hit the back of the car and ran back into the cemetery. You know what's funny about something like that, too, is if you have um, a bunch of people and no offense, but girls like screaming, girls start screaming. And then it like that sentence, this, the senses are heightened and everyone's super freaked out. Like Dude. a girl screaming is like scary. Yes. Yes. I, I, that's when you get into your like primal instinct. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it you is. You know, and did I had never I my I have never been so scared, and I was like, "No way, no way, this is not real." And all of a sudden, this thing is just walking, and I'm like, "Holy shit, what am I doing here in Spokane, <laughs> Corvallis, where I need to Corvallis. be right now?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that was my ghost story, bro. Well. If anyone, uh, if any listeners went to or uh, has more information on Mount St. Michael's, share yeah. it, baby. Please, share please. It. I need to know. I know that school is haunted too. You can look it up, Jack. Fact, facts only. Oh, yeah, I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. Um, believe in the Zags. What an episode! Hopefully, we entertained you. I entertained myself. I mean, I, no hoops. Maybe next next week we'll get somebody who has a little bit more information as to what the hell happened down there but uh i I mean if there's any takeaway from this rob and i are both team aliens big time alien guys yeah i'm we're we're split on ghosts we're split on ghosts i ain't afraid no ghosts i'm gonna say that and then watch all my lights go out in my house (laughs) (laughs) can i okay here's a recommendation for everybody out there have you heard of uh host no it's a new horror movie that just came out on Shutter. 
okay. shutters a horror movie streaming service. Um, you can get it for free if you sign up for a seven day free trial. There's this movie. I know, I know. Don't don't tisk at me. But well, but here's my thing. The I feel like there's a lot of horror movies, but they all suck. They're like B and C list movies. So I don't want to. I don't know. I'll keep going, man. I, that's okay. my opinion on that. Okay. Uh, host. Host is a Zoom meeting. The whole movie is a Zoom call. I know what you're talking about. It just came out, right? Yes, this year. Have you heard of it? Yes. It yeah. is. I can't tell you how good it is. It is really awesome. Yeah. And it's it's 56 minutes. It's like the length of this podcast right now. And it's the most intense 56 minutes of your life. It's horrifying. And it's I'm, so relatable. It's so relatable because they're on a Zoom meeting. Like, it's know, us. It's us, Jack. People get muted and they don't know why they're muted and they're trying to figure out their microphone. Don't just quit, quit, quit. I'm going to check this movie out now. Okay. All right. It's excellent. Um, that's all I got, man. Oh, well, you know what? Hey, this is an episode where you get to learn a little bit more about Jack and Zach. That's all. That's all that I can say to these people. And I'll, I'll leave it with a foolish man seeks happiness in the distance. A wise man grows it under his feet. From the Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.